TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, the car flag, the symbol that things are right in hockey town. You see those whipping in the wind, you know, playoff hockey's on the horizon. A car flag, a great gift to give someone. Could be. Could be. And um, if they don't display it, maybe you take it back. Or display it how you think they should display it. So this is a thing that happened. I gave Rico Beard a car flag last year. I wanted him to be a community leader. I wanted him to be there at the <laughs> forefront of the Red Wing fandom and lead the people. He's a community leader. He's got a big platform, right? He put it in his desk. It collected dust. It's never been on his car. I don't think it would ever be on his car. So I grabbed it, took it back for decor for my desk. Is it wrong? Probably, but I would do it again. He found out. Or should I say, they found out live on the air yesterday. So let's go part one where they realize, uh uh-oh, we want to celebrate the Red Wings. We don't have the car flag. So where's the flag? They start looking around. (laughs) Investigative reporting. Sleuthing is being done in the break. And you know what happens about 15 minutes later? Breaking news. They figured it out. You want to go first? or Uh, We'll have to get Mike uh, his step stool so that he can step up too. Uh, I mean, this is... I, I, I'm kind of torn. I want to have your back. I really do. And, I and feel like there's me. a butt coming here. But, I mean, you gave it to him. How he uses it is completely up to him. John? Now, we did give, not, no, no, okay. So, uh, words matter in this one. You earned full billing on the show. Yeah. We put, it's Costa and Jansen with Heather. It's not the Valenti show with Rico. A little side bar, oh, no, no. you know, oh, like it's, no. it's, 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 I don't know. It's temporary. Okay. It's replaceable I don't know, for a guy that just says, oh. yeah, Mike, yeah, you're right. You're right. Car flag issue separate, 248-539-9797. It did sound like projecting. If anybody has a co-host who agrees all the time, who doesn't fight, it's not this show. If anybody's projecting about that dynamic, not this show. No, um, but in regards to, you know, the flag, fair or foul, did you steal it back or was it not being used for the purpose that it was given and then did you have a right to repossess yeah, I think that's what I would argue, that this is a repossession. Heather is nodding no. her head, shaking her head no. I just say no. You, you can't do it. 
I know it's different because it's a workplace, not like you didn't give it to him for a Christmas gift or something. But if you were to give somebody a shirt and they never wear it, you don't get to go into their closet and say, I'm going to take that shirt back. It's up to them now to do with that gift what they'd, what they'd like. Yeah. Well, now and we he have, didn't feel like he needed a scar or yeah. displaying it until now. Apparently, well, I don't think he's ever going to display it. I don't know where it is, though. We have now a game of Capture the Flag he because I, I went and checked. Kenny claims he has it. I mean, I could oh, we we do our own sleuthing or I just I'll go buy my own. I just was disappointed in Rico. That's where that came from. I was disappointed, disappointed in, Rico. in Rico. Yeah. Not your. Oh, OK. I'm, I'm more I disappointed, be disappointed in myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit more disappointed in yourself. Uh, I don't even think he noticed because he doesn't care about the hockey team. Well, obviously he does. I mean, he noticed it wasn't there. So he must come in every day. And this is on the heels of the conversation that we had of you're trying to figure out a a way to beautify your desk. Spruce it up. Spruce it up a little bit. So instead of, you know, going out and getting your own again, you decided to repossess one that you had already given as a gift to a friend. You know, it's wild. I'm assuming it's a friend. I, I consider Rico a okay. friend. All right. What I was stunned Boy, you about. do that to your friends. I wonder what uh, you do to your enemies. All right. <laughs> I had it for less than one day. I thought I was going to go weeks, months. He wouldn't even notice. He noticed the very first day. So you guys can weigh in on it. Let's get to Steve and Mount Clements. And yes, we'll talk about the hockey team. We don't need to get bogged down in this. Yeah. Steve, what's up? How's it going, guys? Listen, uh, two points, okay? First of all, uh, Cookies, I got your back on this, okay? He's trying to save face. You gave him the gift, okay? If he didn't want it, it, you know, that would have been fine. He could have said, hey, I appreciate it, gave it back to you. Dump it in the drawer and fill it up with Kleenex and knickknacks and whatever is insulting, okay? Stay after Valenny brings it up on the show about, hey, we need a, a this, we need a flag, whatever, now he's trying to save face that somebody stole it out of his desk, okay? Because he's embarrassed, all right? It's just that simple, man. I mean, you know, he, he, it's insulting to take a gift from somebody, dump it in the drawer, and that's it. He could have just gave it back, maybe passed it on to somebody, said, hey, Jimmy, you know, I don't need it, but I appreciate it. Something along them lines. Or give it to Kenny. Kenny loves hockey. Kenny would have been wearing and displaying that flag from October on. He could have given it to Kenny. Then there's no issue here. Like I said, I got your back on this, man. Steve's got my back. Give from somebody and just toss it in the drawer. That's how I feel about it. You know what, Steve? You're you're convincing me. It it didn't mean that much to him, okay? And he would just do something like that. And John, to your point, about the Valenti show, you're right. First of all, Mike's always going to build himself as top dog. And Rico, I hope you're listening. You're just riding coattails, man. You always agree with Valenti, okay? So you know what? It is what it is, man. But Cookies, man, I got your back on this, man. It sounds it, like it, it. It's it's not right. Yeah, you're you're like more upset and defiant than even I was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. You're cackling over there. <laughs> so we've got over this a flag. It's Car Flag Friday. Hopefully the first of many. Oh. This this team won last night. It's been a big story for us all show long, and you know we've been mixing it in and making sure to stay on top of it because. We declared this a playoff race on Monday, not yesterday. 
And I think we're the show that can carry the flag, so to speak, for the Red Wings moving forward. And we're all excited. I'm sure Karsten Anderson is going to talk about it too. We're all excited. And that's that's what I want to get to now. I mean, we can leave the office politics where they are. I don't know if we need to tear apart every single show here. No. But I do want to know, from a buy-in standpoint, where are you at as a Red Wing fan? Because last year they had a little bit of a blip. This year it's been sustained. And last night felt like a moment for the city. Last night felt like a moment to buy in if you haven't already. That was their first game back from a West Coast trip where typically there's a bit of a letdown, right? These are men, not machines. There's typically a letdown. That's a good to great hockey team on the other side. Number one in goals in the National Hockey League. And you talk about this team improving. They've been scoring goals since the start of the season. Defense is where they need to buckle down if they're going to make the playoffs and do something. And they held them to one goal, killed off three power plays, and they bowed up. It's not just the top pair. Sherratt, playoff. Uh, O.T. Benny is what they're calling him now, but a guy that can help get him in the playoffs would be more good play from their defense. And then it's Patrick Kane. And if you want to talk about, oh, it's just a game in February, there's still 26 to go, I would defer to Patrick Kane, who after he scored the game winner in overtime, got misty-eyed. It's a real thing. He started to well up. This is a guy who's won the Stanley Cup. This is a guy who's been the best player in hockey. And he's welling up over a regular season win. I'm not shaming him. I'm telling you, this is this is worth more than two points. This felt like the buy-in moment for you as a Red Wing fan, if you haven't. And that crowd, he said, was a playoff crowd. He feels like this city is the great hockey place he thought it was, and he gets to experience it now. And I think that's what kind of got him caught up in the moment is, this is all real. This is what I dreamed would happen when I signed here, and we're really doing it. He's got points in six straight games. Let's talk some hockey. 248-539-9797. Get people's thoughts on where they're at with this team. Because, John, it's not a if to me. It's when they're in the playoffs. When we get to talk about a seven-game series and home ice and last change and did they do enough at the deadline to make the difference, to steal a series. Last year, the Florida Panthers, wildcard team in the Stanley Cup final. Last year, I think it's the Seattle Kraken, wildcard team, upset the Colorado Avalanche. This sport, more than any other, you get in and you see what happens, and they're going to be in it. It feels like last night, it, it's almost like it, it's not the Wings doing it. It's it's the fan base. Having seen that, it's like we're kind of giving ourselves permission to buy in. It's that watershed moment where this seems real. Like this is not just a playoff run, but now it's gone from hoping that they're in the playoffs to expecting that they're going to be in the playoffs. And yeah, there's they haven't clinched but they're playing better defense and they're getting better play out of their goalie. And 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 is is Lyon a goalie that you're going to rely upon for years to come? Probably not. Probably not. But all you need is that guy to you can rely on right now and in, in this moment or in the in a playoff run. This is how I view goalies in the NHL. If you have an elite goalie, great. If you don't, you're probably better off giving yourself options. And I think that's what Eiserman did. They had Vili Husso, but they signed two goalies in the offseason. Carrying three is uncharacteristic, to say the least. But the thought was, we just need one guy to get hot. Husso took a step back, got hurt. Reimer mm, wasn't great. Lyon stepped in, stepped up, and he's been the guy. And maybe he is the guy going into the playoffs. But I think the point here is they want to have options at that position because a hot goalie goes a long way. If you don't have one of the elite goalies, you don't have uh, Hella Buck with the Winnipeg Jets. You don't have uh, Aiden Hill with the Vegas Knights. Ottinger with the starts. If you don't have one of the top guys, you got to find someone. And it looks like they found someone in Alex Lyon. It's 97 1.
Hey, it only takes an instant, and an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It is a must to hire the right lawyer who will make sure that the insurance companies pay what they owe you. Injury attorney David Femininio and his team have been making insurance companies pay for almost 30 years, and he can help you with your injury case as well. David is ready to speak with you personally, and he's ready to speak with you right now if you just call 855-65-CRASH or go to his website, getdavidgetpaid.com. That phone number again, 855-65-CRASH or on the web at getdavidgetpaid.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Keep blaring those goal horns. That's right. That's right. That's a jump off the couch moment. That's a yell at the TV kind of game. It was a tense game last night at Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, it's a fly your flag. Oh, really? wait. Really? A couple ticket texts on that. You <laughs> Cookies is wrong. Once it's given to him, it's his to do with what he wants. Mark in a car. New morning show. Thief and Jansen. You stole it, Cookies. <laughs> Another one says if you gave Rico a Michigan State flag, he'd wear it as underwear. Ah, uh, yeah. Or you could use it. I gave it to him with the best of intentions. Yeah. And I realize stealing is bad, but he wasn't using it. And I'd do it again. <clears throat> anyway, another one says, mark this down. That was a statement game. And this is a turning point. L-G-R-W. Kyle and Dearborn. It really does feel like it's a turning point. And, it, and, and maybe it's not a turning point. Maybe it's just a confirmation. A confirmation that they are going from hoping to be in the playoffs to expecting to be in the playoffs. That that you can finally get behind them and think, hey, after so many years of of and especially since Steve Eiserman has been back, the Iser plan, we thought we were close last year. And what 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 did the one ticket tester say? It was like forty eight days that they were above the cut line, and ultimately, obviously, they didn't make it. And this year, it's ninety nine, is what they said. Yeah, and and but they eventually became sellers again last year and now all of a sudden as we're two weeks from the trade deadline it's kind of that confirmation that this is a playoff team that they're not going to be sellers at worst they stand pat because they already acquired Patrick Kane and 
We saw the emotion that he had last night. 25 games in, hits his 10th goal. You feel like he's going to be picking up steam because he's now more comfortable playing with the wings with his current teammates, and he's got to be more comfortable and confident coming off of the surgery that he had. Yeah, people wanted to see, well, when would the wings get their star? When would Iserman draft his Kucherov or Braden Point that he found in the middle round, second and third rounds in Tampa? When would we see a young player break through as a star? Larkin, is he really ever going to be a star? Will it be Mo Sider? And they've asked him to do a lot this year, and he's not a star right now. They might have found their star unconventionally in Patrick Kane. He's not 40 years old. He's in his early 30s. He's coming off the hip procedure, but he looks good right now. He's two steps ahead of everybody on the ice, and it's not a stretch to say he is one of, if not the most gifted passer that's ever worn the wing wheel. He's certainly in that category, 800 career assists now, and if he has this second act to his career, he's on a one-year deal now, but he's clearly part of this. If this is the second act of his career, where they extend him two, three years, he wants to be here. It's advantageous for both sides. It becomes the start of something. And now you start to fill in with these younger players and you get them in playoff chases and playoff races and you put them in a seven game series or seven game series plural and you start to build something real here. Yeah. And it's the experience that you're continuing to build as you're building and developing that youth and some guys that aren't even here right now, but will be here next year to experience it the year after to experience. And you mentioned it. You're filling in all those pieces around Kane, Larkin, all of these guys so that you can ha- you can have a sustainable run and start something new this year. That that ex- expectation that you're going to be a playoff team even before you get to the season. Love it. Jake Brighton, you're on 97-1. Happy Friday, gentlemen. Um, it was a fun game to watch last night. As the father of a three-and-a-half-year-old, I don't make it out on many school nights, and it's been a while since I've had a – a gang of boys get a text going, say, hey, let's get out and watch the Wings game together. So we did get out to a local watering hole. And, um, yeah, it was it was exciting. I mean, there was lots of energy in the establishment that we attended. And um, I, I planned on going home. I was like, oh, I'll just listen to Ken on the call on the way home. And then I forgot that they don't resurface in between the uh, overtime session. So I was like, oh, I can't, can't miss this. It, I'm yeah. glad I stuck around. Yeah, exactly. And, we, uh, I, I tell you, the whole place jumped up and down. We're high five, and it, it felt like a playoff game. And it's, it's been a long time since we've had that here in Hockey Town, baby. And then I was just going to leave you guys with this one. I don't know if you'll have time, but mm-hmm. we were debating: is Patrick Kane the greatest American-born player of all time? Um, so we had some other names in there. Mike Madonna was one. Brett Hull, yeah, obviously. Hull. But um, yeah, but um, no, Kane. I mean, when you think about too that. When he scored the, uh, the the gold medal winner for USA, that's a big point. But happy Friday. I'll leave you guys to it. Thanks for the call. I mean, he's a conversation. I don't think he's number one, but his career's not over either. Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly a conversation. Yeah. Um, one I'm not ready to, to, to defend right now, but you could certainly <laughs> make that case. Um, well, you, you don't have your list of all the greatest American hockey players ready to rank off one through ten right now? Well, there's another guy that's that's <laughs> still early in his careers. In his careers, Correct. yes, multiple careers. Um, you know, uh, and that's Austin Matthews. Oh, yep. Scores every night, two, three goals every single yeah. night. Toronto's I mean, on a heater. We, we're we're looking at something right now that could could be very special. Yeah, I mean, he could end up in that seventy goal threshold. Listen this hour for your chance to win a pair of tickets. We've got Daniel Tosh live at the Fox Theater June fifteenth. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com or LiveNation.com. LiveNation.com. What you're going to want to listen for? I can't believe we're doing this. You're going to want to listen. For me, saying cross-eyed nipples. Oh, wait, wait. 
when you hear cross-eyed nipples, call in to win a pair of tickets to see Daniel Tosh live, Fox Theater, courtesy of Live Nation. All righty then. Heather with the news. It's appropriate, right? right. (laughs) Yep. Things get awkward. Throw it to me. Uh Uh, I was just reading this article about uh, an argument that took place at a gym in Texas. And you know, if you go to go to the gym right now, it's gyms are hot, right? Everyone's got these New Year's resolutions Mm -hmm. or working out and it gets busy. And sometimes you have to wait for the equipment that you want to use. And there's there's kind of some etiquette, right? Like you can't hog it, but then you also need to make sure the person's finished with it before you jump on it. There, there's some rules all about that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why you got to go to the judgment-free zone. It's, it, that's right. That's right, John. Cheap <laughs> plug. Apparently, there was some men um, got in an argument over a leg press machine at this gym. And in the that's locker room... Yeah, in the locker room, um, the guy that 69 years old was so upset by this other man who wanted to use the leg press machine that he... Pulled out a knife and stabbed him in the butt. Stabbed him in the butt. And then, yeah. and then uh-huh. he ran through the gym yep, yelling, who else day. wants some? Who else wants some? And then. You yeah. want a piece of me. That's exactly, exactly what he Did was saying. Did you say it became an arm day? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, it went from leg day to arm day. Yeah. By anyway. the way, but machines most likely for guys to get in a fight over. I would think bench press and leg press one and two. John agreed. Um, we really flexing big weights and big egos. Uh, yeah, I think it's that, or you're you're working to you know curls for the girls. Oh, you stole my fifty fives. Yeah. I've never but heard I didn't that. Anyway, I wanted the sixty. Oh, you haven't heard the I've curls. I've never heard. Oh yeah, the curls, curls for, for the, the girls. girls. Yeah. <laughs> okay, boys. Our quarterback in high school <laughs> got showed obsessed you these. Yeah, yeah. It's like we all see where this is going. Oh, my goodness, um, you guys. There are still some people out there that think the whole Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift relationship is just a huge PR stunt. He's in Melbourne right I now. Know, they went to the zoo together. Yeah. I definitely don't. I, I mean, don't if, if it is, they're taking it to very, very extreme measures. They'd be to, committed to the bit. Exactly. But there is a person on TikTok and they posted this video that they say is proof that this whole thing is fake. They're faking the whole thing. And it's a video of them, her, him and Taylor Swift after the Super Bowl out. We've all seen the videos yeah. of them at this club, but there's there's this picture or this this image of them and it shows that he notices the cameras on them puts on his sunglasses whispers something in taylor's ear and then acts then all of a sudden his mood changes his demeanor changes it's like he's he knows he's being filmed so he's going to act like they're having the best time of their life and this person put in quotes what they believe they were both saying Mm. and it's like oh the cameras are on us let's uh Act it up, basically. But wouldn't they assume the cameras are always on them? They're always there. Yes. And then everybody in the comments basically says, yes, this is a PR relationship. 100% fake. We don't believe it. I do. I think it's real. Whatever. I don't really care. Yeah. (laughs) If it's not real... So be it, it seems a little silly to go this far, but whatever, yeah. I guess, whatever. Yeah. Um, if you're looking to do something a little different the next time you want to take a little Great Lakes adventure, this could be it. It's kind of cool. You can stay in a historic lighthouse on Lake Huron for 50 bucks a night. So this sounds amazing. Not too expensive. And yeah. it's also really unique because this lighthouse is an offshore lighthouse. The only way you can get to this lighthouse is by, by boat. boat. Yeah. So it's really, it's like... And I think it's like the only one like this that's in existence still that's still functioning and that they have this um, like innkeepers program yeah. and it's kind of an expansion of that is what they're doing. I mean, when you go and stay, I don't think you'd be expected to yeah. clean and take care of it, but it's pretty cool. I mean, it's was built in 1931, something to look into. I think it's it would the, be um, amazing. Where's the name of uh, the Detour Reef Lighthouse? Mm. So. 
pretty cool to check out. Yeah. Also, good news, uh, we've got some record heat coming next week. It's been unbelievable in February so far. So typical February temperatures are in about mid-30s, okay? Like that's what, that's average for Michigan in mid-February. Next week, Tuesday, 60 degrees or even upper 60s. Yeah, we've already had a couple of days. I I know the truck has said it's been 60. I don't know if it's actually, you know, hit that officially or, or whatnot, but like baseball practice. It's normally indoors at this yeah. time of the year. The, the the baseball teams have already been outside a couple of times. Maybe again tonight, next week. Yep. It's unbelievable to think that you're having this opportunity in February. I love it. Me too. Keep it coming. Wednesday as well, another record high. So we're going to have back-to-back record high days. They say that in February in Michigan is bizarre. I was yes. say it's like May weather at that point. I love it. Yep. Perfect. Heather with the news. Coming up next, Lions have a solution at kicker. Mm-hmm. 97 one dive into the best pool in history we're talking stadium swim located at circa resort and casino you catch all the biggest games at a viewing experience built for sports fans chilling one of the six pools on the three different levels perfect view of that massive 40 foot high uh, 40 foot tall high definition screen it's stadium swim it's america's favorite place to watch football or playoff hockey swim up bars insta ready selfie walls and a one-stop shop football party Score your perfect game day spot with the cozy day beds, the private cabanas, or grab a lounge at the center of the action. Reserve your place today. It's 365 days of sports poolside located at Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas on Fremont Street. Check it out. Stadium Swim, all sports, all seasons. Book your spot today, CircaLasVegas.com. We've talked a lot of hockey today. If you missed any of it, Odyssey app, Odyssey Rewind, go back. Just about every hour we hit on this team, we're excited One of the other storylines, John, a solution at kicker for the Detroit Lions. It's a question. I don't think it's a definitive. Michael Badgley comes back. He hit the 54-yarder to win the playoff game. Do you feel like they have their solution at kicker? No, I don't. Uh, But I don't know that this is a a sign that they think they have a solution at kicker. The the solution last year was let's have an ongoing competition throughout the course of the year between a couple of guys that, that bounced in between you know, being the Lions, being a part of the 53 versus the practice squad. And and heads up, when they were part of the practice squad, the other 31 teams didn't want them either. Right. They could have been taken off of the practice squad by anyone, and and they weren't. So it's not like they're coveted. They signed Michael Badgley to a one-year deal. If they had signed him to anything longer, that would have raised an eyebrow. This is, hey, we want to have a, a kicker on the roster, we want to know that we have somebody that can go out there and, and kick off and and do exploits. Actually, I think what Fox does the kickoffs. But mm-hmm. um, but if we find a better option after the draft or somebody else for it's whatever reason or, yeah, gets cut, all of a sudden, hey, we can we can have a competition or we can just cut Michael Badgley and move on to whatever kicker would be next. This this mean this is a nothing burger for me. I think people want an upgraded kicker. Sure. Everybody does. But I don't think it's going to do what people think it's going to do. I think there is a group of Lions fans who believe if they upgrade the kicker, Dan Campbell will kick more field goals. In other words, there's this belief that because they can't trust Badgley, Campbell's going for it so much. I think it's the opposite. I think he's going for it because he wants to, not because he doesn't trust his kicker. And I think if he trusted his kicker, he still would make those decisions. 
a fourth and two or a fourth and three, he can justify because of his personnel, his offensive line. He can justify because of the run game and Ben Johnson scheming guys open, putting defenses in tough places. You motion somebody over, you give them one look, you set something up all game. They feel very confident, short yardage, converting fourth and one, fourth and two, fourth and three. I think they would feel confident whether they had Adam Vinatieri or Michael Badgley, Justin Tucker or Riley Patterson. I think they make the decisions the same. So if you're of the belief they need to upgrade a kicker to change Dan Campbell, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I don't think that's happening. But to your point, John, yeah, you want a kicker you can trust from 48, 49. You want a guy where if it's you're getting right to midfield late in a game and a field goal wins it, you want to know you've got that in your back pocket as opposed to someone who you're a little less confident in that may force you into bad decisions. Well, at some point, they're going to be in a position... And whether it's a playoff game, it's it's to win a division, it's to win an NFC championship game, maybe win a Super Bowl, that it, you get the ball back, you're down two, and there's only 32 seconds and no timeouts left on the clock. And you've got to find a way to get in field goal range. Now, getting in field goal range, do you have to get to the 30? Do you have right. to get to the 35? Do you have to get to the 40? Like, th- those are all... That's when this matters. It doesn't matter throughout the course of the season because you're right. It's not going to change the decisions that Dan Campbell makes. It's that game-winning field goal that we saw Justin Tucker come in for because there was no time left on the clock. Yeah. They were down. They had no choice. They had to kick a an NFL record field goal ju- to win a game. Yeah, that's where a great kicker can make a difference. Now, in terms of like the investment level in the position, Are you someone who, like the Niners used a pick on a kicker last year in Jake Moody. There's a couple kickers, like the one out of Alabama. Nobody this year raises to the level of, I think they'll be good enough, especially good enough next year to go out and and use a draft pick on. Okay. So then it's Badgley slash cut candidates, survey the landscape. This is what it is. Well, okay. So, or you can, you know, use... You don't draft a kicker, but you you invite one of them okay. as a, as a, as an undrafted free agent because I think most of these guys I don't know that any of these guys are draftable this year. Yeah, if you don't have one of the better kicker, it's almost like goalies in hockey. If you don't have one of the better ones, you're better off keeping your options open. Last year, the Lions toggled the two of them with yep. the practice squad elevations. They didn't even use a spot on a kicker late in the season. They were just using practice squad elevations to have a rostered kicker on game day. That may be more of their thought. If we can't have a great kicker. We'll just keep trying out guys and keep competition healthy into the season because it's not like they picked a kicker this year and said his job the whole way through. They switched kickers late in the season. Yeah, it was I think the Denver game, if I remember right, when when Badgley started taking over and and becoming the everyday kicker. Or I mean, when we talk about the draft, you're not going to draft one, but all of a sudden, hey, nobody does, and you decide that you want to bring in one of those kickers that are whether it's the kid from Missouri and I forget his name. I don't really care about kickers' <laughs> names anyway. It's a kid from Missouri, the kid from uh, uh, Alabama, and there's a couple of others out there that you say, okay, well, we would love to have them come in and compete with our kicker, Mike, with, with with Badgley. I feel like if you ran a team, the kicker wouldn't even have his name on the back of the jersey. You'd be like, that kicker guy from Missouri. Yeah, he'd have the single bar. I mean, you would know it was a kicker without having to know that the, that he had a jersey number. But the, here's the thing is – if you think one of those guys can be your kicker or you want to create that competition, then if the, none of them are drafted, it's a matter of how do I convince 
that kicker to come to Detroit? Well, part of that is we, our kicker's not very good. So if you come here and you're decent, we'll probably keep you. Or here's a little bit of upfront money. Here's $150,000. Come on over here to Detroit. That's that's probably all it would take, and it's not a huge investment. If it doesn't work out and they suck, then so what? You move on. John, I'm in the possession of something. Oh, really? This is a mock draft. A flag? No, I wish. I wish. <laughs> I, I got to check and see. By the way, I got a text from one of the producers on the afternoon show said you're never getting the flag back. Period. Ended with oh. a period. Wow. Oh, period. Well, at least it wasn't an exclamation point. Well, no, but you know, like text. Yes. If you end with a period, it's you know, stern point. Was it all caps? No, it was not. Oh. Uh, so I, I'm not in the possession of a flag. I am in possession of a mock draft that I've been told is porn for John Jansen. Oh. What I want to do is go through this with you. Okay, where, wait, 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 where is it? Because you, I want to, I, I'm not going to look you, at it. No, I just want to get worry, it on. You don't need to worry about it. You don't, don't worry about it. It was sent to me, and I'm going to go through it here, and I'm just going to get your reaction, okay? Yeah. Some notables. This is a mock draft from CBS Sports. Reputable. Don't Google it. You're fine. Caleb Williams, number one. Jaden Daniels, number two, via trade-up from the Falcons. That's not what I'm talking about. Drake May, a trade-up from the Vikings to number four. So a lot of QBs. J.J. McCarthy, trade-up for the Steelers at number nine. Still not what I'm talking about. Scroll, scroll, scroll. What did the Detroit Lions do in this draft? John Jansen. The Detroit Lions select Mike Sainristil, cornerback out of Michigan, 29th overall. So I know nobody wants to hear this from me, and I wouldn't take him probably at 29. I would go with my my boy out of West Virginia, uh, the center. Frazier. Yeah. But here's the thing, and I, I I talked about this during the season, as Mikey Sandra still was making plays, making hits, getting after quarterbacks, that in the general managers and scouts that I talked to throughout the season – that he was improving his draft stock enough that that they wouldn't be surprised to see somebody late in the first round take Mike Samerstill. Now, I think there's going to have to be some work done at the combine. He's going to have to run a really good time because if you're taking in the first round, you're expected to be a cover corner. I don't know that that is... I think he can be, and he could be a very effective one. I don't know that that will be his strong suit. So he's going to have to show that he's got the speed. Um, and and if he does, I wouldn't be surprised to see him at the end of the first round. But what does he have to run as a like 5-9 corner? And maybe I'm being generous. What does he have to run? Like a 4-3 uh, I mean, to, to be a first round pick? I mean, if he runs like a 4-4-5, four, four, you go, okay. I mean, yeah, requisite speed, right, but nothing yeah, right special. There, yeah. Yeah. Um, so who? Uh, uh, Greg, help me. Um, last year, who ran the fastest time? DJ Turner. DJ Turner. It was 4-2 something. Of course, another Michigan corner. Well, I mean, the facts are facts. Okay, I'm just, I'm just telling about the, the, the fastest time I'm at just, the combine. Just pointing out that you felt yeah. the need to bring it up, but anyway. Okay, and if he does run a time like that, because we were all surprised that DJ Turner ran that time. That's the whole point. Yeah, it was. And, he, and, and by the way, the facts are that he did run the fastest time at the combine. So if Mikey Sanristil were to surprise, now is he going to run a 4-2 something? No, I don't see that. But if he runs a four three five, then yeah, all of a sudden people start looking at it, going, "Oh, let me let me look a little closer at his film. Let me look and see is there something that I missed." And <laughs> I don't I don't know necessarily what they look like, but 
Um, they'll find out at the combine. <laughs> the underwear Olympics. That starts next week, by the way. Yes. Combine underway next week. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. All right, little football chatter. I'm not going to overdo the mock, especially this early into the process. But thought you would appreciate your yeah. guy getting all the way into the late first round and to the Detroit Lions. Hey, you win a national championship. You have good players. Going to have some draft picks. So they say. It's ninety seven one. Hey, uh, you know what? You want to talk about the judgment free zone? It doesn't matter which way they point when you go to. Uh, the Judgment Free Zone, which is obviously at Planet Fitness. It's a squeaky clean gym. And if you're short on time, don't worry about it. You can get a full body workout in just 30 minutes at the in the Planet Fitness 30-minute circuit. You can get all this for just $10 a month. There's no commitment, and it's just $10 a month. And if you want something more, right now they've got a, a deal going on for the black card. It's just a dollar down, and there's no commitment. So hurry in today. Uh, you've only got a couple of more days to make that happen. And here's what you get. You're going to upgrade to the black, the Planet Fitness Black Card and enjoy all of the amenities such as unlimited use of the Black Card Spa featuring hydro massage, massage chairs, total body enhancement, tanning beds. They've got it all. And you get access to 2,400 locations nationwide and unlimited guest privileges. And in Turk about nationwide... If you don't travel very much, but you're just in the southeast Michigan here, they've got 50 different Metro Detroit locations. I've been to about five or six of them, and they're all, I mentioned it, started off with squeaky clean. Love going there. If you want to find out more about the deals that they have going on, go to your local Planet Fitness, or you can find them on the web at planetfitness.com. Wrapping up Friday for us. Getting everybody into the weekend. Biggest story for us today has been the Red Wings. A story we probably would have spent more time on if the Wings didn't win. The Tigers adding Gio Urshela. John, when I saw this yesterday, this was when we got off the air, I was a little confused by it. And nothing against Gio. Duke can play all over the infield. Yeah. Um, but I'm a little confused. Do they view him as a third baseman on this team, or did they throw him in the bucket of guys who can just play everywhere? Like, what is the plan with him? I think he's just he's a guy that they're going to use to fill in all over and they'll rotate him through and around um when needed at at third base because you're going to have it's basically going to be you know who's the rotation there Veerling, Urshela, Abanez, yeah, McKinstry although I think McKinstry may end up being the odd man out. I mean they're all about these utility guys who can play all over the diamond. I saw you know Urshela's a good, not great, but good defensive option at third base and he hits lefties well that was the reporting when he got signed is he can play third and he can hit lefties and he only cost a million bucks that last line I I keep circling back to why does it matter that he only costs a million bucks payroll's down they haven't reinvested the Miggy and Erod money if they are serious about addressing third base with a guy who plays defense and hits lefties Matt Chapman's out there cost a hell of a lot more than 1.5 million dollars but he remains unsigned and spring training has started and he doesn't have to sign with the team today, but in the next couple weeks, he's going to sign somewhere, and I don't think it's going to be a super long-term deal. He's holding out. Clearly, that deal hasn't presented itself. If the Tigers wanted someone to occupy third base at an elite level defensively, there's an option. And I know the Knox are, he's not a Harris guy from the strike zone standpoint, but yet if you combined on base and slugging, he's every bit the same down to the final decimal point as Canna, the bat they are excited they added. So... Listen, I know you're frustrated. I'm frustrated. It's nothing against Geo. It's nothing against developing homegrown players. All that sounds good. I just don't like the slow playing from the front office. Well, 
Okay, so there's a couple things going on. Slow playing. The, I mean, all of those guys are still out there. And until they sign somewhere else, and, and then waiting to see what they sign for, it, do they ultimately, does Chapman sign for a three- or a four-year deal somewhere else? Same thing with Martinez, with or Bellinger. Bellinger yeah. like, I mean, all of these guys, do they sign somewhere else for a year? And if they sign for a year, how much are they signing for? Could that have been the Detroit Tigers? That's when I'll start to get upset that they 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 were able to get rid of an albatross in terms of salary, yeah. and they didn't replace that with anything. They're way under the the league average in terms of payroll. But here's the other thing, and and here's something to just keep an eye on. Just like we saw with the Lions, and they've emphasized they've got a plan, but one of the things that they've emphasized is the chemistry, the locker room. What type of individuals are they putting into the culture of this team? Now, they've been pretty successful at doing that and managing that. We, uh, Jalen Carter, a lot of us here wanted him. I don't remember where, where you were with Jalen Carter. I did not like him. Okay, so... Jalen Carter was a guy, obviously had some off-the-field issues. They decided not to go that route because it wasn't going to be a fit in the locker room. Mm -hmm. Again, NFC Championship game, year three, Brad Holmes. It's the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, Scott Harris, he came in preaching, we value the strike zone from the pitchers. we got to have guys that throw strikes. We've got to have guys at the plate that value the strike zone that understand where it is, when to swing, when not to. we got to get on base, whether it's walks, hits, whatever it is. Are these? Do these guys fit that mold? Because they have a clear philosophy. They do, and Canna fits it more than Chapman, and and I get that. So my, but, 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 but early you, on... You have a hole at third base that has largely been ignored. No disrespect to Urshela, but come on. I, I he's agree. Not, he's not half but, the player. But early on, you've got to set a tone. You've got to hold to your philosophy. At some point, you've got to get outside that. There's got to be somebody that that you say, you know what, they're just going to add something that we don't have right now. We need, so let's go get them. But we've established our culture, and, and they're trying to do that right now. So I somewhat understand. Now, if we get to the season and third base becomes a huge liability in terms of glove in the field or bat at the plate. And, and you see someone like Chapman sign the one-year $25 million to play somewhere no else. Excuse You're going to go, why, why were we penny-pinching, And they're productive. Payroll? Right, and instead we're hearing, you hate when I bring this up, but instead we're hearing about investments in things like team planes and showers when the real investment that I think fans want to hear about is in the product on the field. I've got to see, and, and, I, and the reason I don't, I don't care about the whole shower or the plane is... Did they do that instead of signing Chapman? Did they put, you know, update their showers instead of going <laughs> and getting an Bellinger? But it, it's, right, but, but it's that, optics, but so, so that, yeah, it it's optics. optics. So I, but I don't care about optics. I don't care what they do with the plane or with with the showers. That 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 to me is is irrelevant. Now, what are they doing with the roster? What are they doing with the payroll? If these guys are still out there, and they and they they end up signing a one year deal for, I mean, let's just say Chapman for what twenty twenty two twenty three. <laughs> yeah, I, what my what I would tell you is if you got Bellinger, Martinez, and Chapman all without deals, they're going to have to be open to one and two year deals and options right. and, and opt outs. There's and, no and option those, those, for them those, not the way, to be in the Major League Baseball this year. Right, and by the way, those kind of deals also make sense for a Tigers team that doesn't want to overcommit to guys when they have players that they're developing themselves. In theory, it would be a perfect fit, but the fit hasn't really even been discussed seriously. We were told that there wasn't enough at bats available for everydayers. 
Yeah. I, I just have some questions. Well, those things haven't been discussed with us, and I don't know about you. I mean, I don't I'm not I'm I don't think I'm on the speed dial for Scott Harris to say, Hey, we've we've had the discussion with Matt Chapman just right. to give you the heads up. Yeah, we're not going to get looped in on that. No. By the way, we got a winner on the, the Daniel Tosh tickets. It's Tim in Sterling Heights. He won. He heard cross-eyed nipples, and he called in. He's going to see Daniel Tosh, Fox Theater, June 15th, Ticketmaster.com, LiveNation.com, if you want to get your hands on a pair of those tickets. Just the tickets? Not the nipples. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device, credit, service, ported, 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.